Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, my name's Dave Hughes, and like everyone else, I have problems. One of them is that I'm addicted to publicity, really addicted. I was on radio a few months ago complaining that I don't get papped, and then all of a sudden I started getting papped for three months. And then I found out that Carrie Bickmore had done a prank on me and paid someone to follow me around taking photos. <laughs> she thought that I would be unhappy about it, but she was wrong. <laughs> I loved every moment of it, and now I'm going to pay that guy to follow me around, right? <laughs> Because I love publicity, I do. I will do anything for publicity. A, a little while back, I drank my own urine on our radio show. Yes, I did. And you know why I did it? So it would end up in the paper, and it did. So now if you Google my name, the first thing that comes up is that I drink my own urine. And people, my wife was upset. That night I went home and I wanted to kiss from her, and she said, I'm not kissing your urine-soaked mouth. I said, really? This urine-soaked mouth paid for this house. <laughs> because publicity is great. I will never get sick of publicity. I never wear sunglasses, so everyone has a chance to spot me. And I get very disappointed when people don't know who I am. Recently walking down the street, I gave a big, huge smile to two women I thought were locals. They were German backpackers. They looked back at me like Wolf Creek had come to the city. Right? <laughs> but am I too much into publicity? We're going to find out during the show, but everyone's got problems. Let's get the show started! take problems and turn them into solutions. Now, I couldn't do it without my beautiful team of problem solvers. So can you put your hands together again? Come on, guys. Students, I've got to clear something up. Sure. I am not stealing your look, all right? So... Yeah. <laughs> the last thing I need at this point in my life is to be confused with a middle-aged man. <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm sorry, all right. Now, where are No, hand. you're not. I'm not, all right. No. You're right. You are a very handsome woman, though, Hugh. I you appreciate do? that, yes. And am I a good-looking man? <laughs> you're a strapping bloke. Great. <laughs> now, Yumi, you haven't been on the show before, no. so you're excited, I know. Yes. <laughs> you have a cookbook which has been going gangbusters all summer called Endless Summer. You didn't you? say the first bit. Well, oh, yeah. Zero. Fucks. Guys, we've just got through our quota of fucks. Uh... <laughs> no, it's anyway. all right. You said zero fucks. <laughs> we haven't said any yet. All right, it's a great book, so get that, people. Uh, now, Tom, you yes. haven't been on the show before. Yeah, well, I don't know what to expect. Well, it's like hard chat. Yes. Except we try to, you know, help people. Okay. Um, you just help the problems. Yeah, no, we get their problems, we laugh at their problems, but then we find a solution for their problems. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I've got an investment property. What should I do with it, Husey? Ah. Uh... <laughs> trying to think of something you could relate to. Uh, yes, um, let the people who are renting it have a meth lab and they'll be pay the rent easily. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, let's get started. Now, these are real problems and they need real solutions. So let's take this seriously. Someone on this panel has a problem. Tom, what's your problem? My problem is my wife wanted me to have a hobby yep. because I've always considered comedy to be my hobby, yes. but it's now my career and I enjoy it. And I say, I don't play golf, I'd have nothing mm. else going for me. Yeah. And um, so I thought, what did I used to like doing when I was a kid? I used to love riding a motorbike on yep. the farm. So I thought, I'll get a dirt bike. So I got a dirt bike and now I can't enjoy it because every time I go for a ride, she thinks I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, right. So she wants she you to be... Because I'm going to die because I'm a father and when, you're, when you become a dad, you're not allowed to die ever. I know. <laughs> See, my father could not have cared less about that stuff. This is entirely true. Tony yeah. Lucy had a massive heart attack. Doctors basically said to him, if you don't completely change the way you live, you, you, you'll be lucky to live for another six months. So Dad's idea of giving up smoking was to go from smoking cigars, a pipe, and two packets of unfiltered camel cigarettes a day to smoking cigars, a pipe, and roll your own cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and his idea of giving up drinking was the doctor can get fucked. <laughs> You know what? Tony Lucy lived for another 13 years. Good on so him. So what I'm saying is it's a lottery. Life's a lottery. It you is. Know? You never and know when it's going to be over. No, so. and impermanence is a great lesson to teach your children. <laughs> that is so refreshing to hear, That's Judith. Thank you. I'm going to start riding my bike without a helmet while right. smoking. <laughs> See? This is all falling into place. Yeah. I have a solution for you. I'll buy one and I'll come out and we'll go riding together yeah. Our wives will both hate us, but yes. we'll have someone to share it with. That's great. <laughs> and we'll both do it without a helmet on, we'll be smoking, we'll yes. both be doing heroin. <laughs> we need to check your skills before we let you go, all right? So we're going to bring out a bike here. We want you to drive a motorbike around the actual what, like studio. Mine? No, not like yours, but similar to yours, right? So if you can get on that and do one lap of this uh, set, right. where you're going to be okay gonna and Ali's going to have to deal with it, right? It's a trials bike. That's... I'd no, it's, I mean, you're a tall man, so whatever bike you've got, you're going to look ridiculous on, so... Um... You must be devastated about that, Hughes. Yeah, I, I... So if he gets around here, one circuit, and he's OK to right. just go out on the, on the road Come bike. On, I've got teaspoons bigger than that stand. <laughs> Mate, are you scared or what? Are you I'm, a real man? I'm, I'm not get... feeling great about it. Here we go, here we go. Oh, here we go. Can you get around? Can you get around? Can you get around? Can you get around? Have you done it? Have you done it? An audience member has a problem, and it's a tricky one. Will we solve it? Don't go anywhere. The Professor and the Hack: Accessible Politics with just a touch of depth. I'm Hugh Rimmington, and I'm Peter Van Onselen. You can find us, The Professor and the Hack, wherever you find quality podcasts. Welcome back to Newsy. We have a problem. Uh, we'll stop at nothing to find the right solution, gang. Uh, and we love looking after our audience uh, on this show. And one audience member really needs our help. So can we put our hands together and welcome to the show, Jessica. Come on, guys. Hi. Here she comes. Jessica, welcome yeah. to the show. How are you going? Come and sit down. I'm okay. going really good. Hello. We're having a good time. Hi. Jessica, what is your problem? My second cousin keeps cracking on to me. Mm. <laughs> so that's... Queensland, I imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, a bit further than that. In Lebanon, actually. Right. Lebanon. So yeah. via Skype or how's he doing it? In or is real he... life. I try and visit every year 
And because um, you're you've got family and yeah, it's my heritage. Yeah. And the last time I went, it just keeps getting weirder with every trip. Yeah, right. The last time I went, we visited. He lives in a rural area in the mountains, and took me down to see the goats in his. He's got like a farm. No one else grew up with goats. Has he got a lot of goats? <laughs> Two. Two. Well, that's. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Got to start somewhere. It's like, it's like Bitcoin. <laughs> Two goats become ten goats. Well, it's more than one. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. And it just got a bit weird. As a parting gift, he gave me a chicken egg to say goodbye, which I don't know if it's symbolic, you know, fertilising my egg. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I just... Just one egg. Know. Just one egg, yeah. So two goats and you got one egg. Yeah, one um. <laughs> It's just It just gets a bit strange. And he's sent, a, you know, some funny emojis, like the wink emoji. You know? So is he your age? Is he around... A bit younger. A little, a little bit, bit younger. younger. Yeah. Well, he's got a, a crush. He hasn't had... He didn't have a crush on their older cousin, guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, with me, all my cousins are variations on what I look like, so I found it very easy to avoid my own cousins. <laughs> I remember going around to my cousin's house to visit my cousin Joe, who's my age, and his sister, Carmel, was topless in the backyard, just sunbathing, and, and yeah, and I, I backed out of that backyard, <laughs> but I never forgot. Ah! <laughs> well, I, I'm, I am originally from uh, Queensland, and I've got a cousin who married a cousin, and that was a fun wedding. It was a third cousin. Yeah, right. Well, it's illegal to marry your first cousin. No, it's legal in Australia to marry. To marry your, your first. Yes. That yeah. raises a question. I'm, What's I'm your problem? <laughs> now let's have a look at. I mean, cousins have got married over the years. Some really famous people married their cousins. Uh, Charles Darwin. He married his cousin, first cousin, Emma Wedgwood. And so he came up with the theory of natural selection. And so, you know, strong genes get through, I think. Is that what he or...? Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> Saddam Hussein married his first cousin. Um, <laughs> that's not a joke. He, that's... Apparently he was flirting in that photo. Uh, no, that, he actually married his first cousin. I really? Mean, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. They're both great-great-grandchildren of Queen Victoria. Yeah, so. the royals are nutty for it, though. Yes. Yeah, so you it can know. happen, though, can't it? Well, they want to keep the fortune in the family, I guess. Yeah, and they're aliens. <laughs> and, and syphilis in the family as well. But, I mean, have you made it very clear? Have you just said this well, is it's revolting? family, so do I... This is the thing, do I make it awkward? You call the police. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, but the police might have a different attitude where in the village that she comes from. Is there any police...? There's no police in a third world country. No, you guys are all crazy. You've got this gorgeous girl who arrives from a foreign country. She's city, she's smart, she's educated. She walks in, she'd have this glow about her. They would all be jacking off furiously to you. <laughs> Cousins or yeah, not, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, or do they just want a visa? <laughs> well, I, I just, yeah, I, look, I think we, we need to put a full stop to it, don't we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you were not happy with it, so it just No, it so do stop. I say something and make it awkward? I just feel like I need to protect other bloodline members. It's got to stop. Oh, yeah, right, so you want to... It's a bigger issue of consent here than it is of being related to him. Uh, it's pretty simple. You say no, that's meant to or mean that. Or take a goat and run. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think smash no. the egg. Yeah. yeah. Symbolic. Is it? Is this place near the border with Israel? No. Oh, I'm it's sorry. a shame. A straight rocket could have solved the problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, you know, there can be benefits to even bad times. You mean were you ever in love with one of your cousins? I do have some pretty hot cousins. Yeah, right. I think yeah. it's fair enough that he he fancies you and looks up to you and admires you. It's Thanks. just if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then you have to just tell him in a sweet way. If he's young, he's still learning this stuff. So I've got a present for you that you can wear when you go over there, all right? So okay. this is this is a t-shirt that you can wear. All right, so <laughs> Say no, say no to cousin love. That's what it says. So you can have that. Thank all you right. so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Thank you. So you might think that celebrities live problem-free lives. Well, you're wrong. They have problems too. And one brilliant celebrity is about to walk out here and tell us her issue. Give it up for Channel 10's legendary newsreader, Sandra Sully. <laughs> It's wonderful to have you on the show and uh, I don't think any of us can fathom what possibly could be going wrong in your life. What's going wrong? I don't have many problems, but this one is a conundrum. Yeah. I'm a sports fan and a Queensland girl. Grew up with rugby league and rugby union. Yep. The very first AFL game I ever went to was Collingwood v Carlton. I picked my team, Carlton. I don't live in Melbourne. I've lived in Sydney for over 25 years. I mostly go to the Swans and Giants games. My daughter is a fan of both. My husband was a sponsor of the Giants. They're at me to give up my team of nearly 30 years and switch to the Giants or the Swans. I am. A, I broke for the Carlton Football Club in the AFL and they finished last on the ladder last year, so... <laughs> well, I think almost the last how many years? Yeah, they've been terrible for a long time. <laughs> Shouldn't factor into it, should the, it? The president of the Carlton Football Club got asked, you know, are they going to improve? And he actually said this as a positive. He said, we couldn't get any worse. So, um... <laughs> I never thought this sentence would come out of my mouth, but Sandra Sully, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm deeply, deeply disappointed. We live in troubled times. Partners <laughs> and children come and go, Sandra. <laughs> but loyalty to a football team that should never waver. No, I reckon you should go for the Swans, because I moved from Sydney to Melbourne, and I used to be at parties, and people would say to me, what team do you go for? And I'd be like, I'm from Sydney, I don't have a team. And then they'd walk off and talk to other people. <laughs> so I learned one day at a party, when they said, what team do you go for? I just said, Swans! And they, we chatted about other things, and I was yeah. socially acceptable. And the great thing about the Swans is, they always make September. They do. It's a massive bandwagon. Every September, you learn the captain's name and you get on with it. <laughs> Go for the swan. But, the, well, I mean, but Sydney, the Giants are doing well too. Yeah, the Giants are a great team. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> the thing is, when you go to their games, yeah. you feel... You know, disingenuous. Sandra Sully, you're a football slut. <laughs> <laughs> and I am appalled. No, we need you. Well, you need to decide. We're going to get uh, two of the finest footballers in this country, AFL footballers in this country, right now. We're going to bring them out here. We're talking from the Sydney Swans, Ooh. young gun Isaac Heaney. Oh. And from the GWS Giants, co captain Phil Davis. Here they come. Hello. Hello. You see, and then I have to kiss them, and then I have to pretend that I don't back from them. Hey, Husey, just quickly before we start, Isaac, are you in the team at the moment? Yes. Good to know. <laughs> Isaac, I'll, I'll 
hope so. Support. I, hope I so. need to know this shit. No, he's, he's an absolute superstar of the of the competition, and they're now going to plead for you to join them full How time. How hard are you going to plead? <laughs> well, we're going to give him 30 seconds Judy. each, all right? Isaac, you've got 30 seconds uh, to plead your case. You can use any method you want to plead your case. I'm actually going to help you out, all right? Don't reveal that to her yet, but I want to help you out, all right? So, <laughs> all right. so for 30 seconds, I want you to start right now. Why should she barrack full-time for the Sydney Swans? Thought I'd get in early. You can have that as a little oh. present from us. Um, oh. but for, firstly... Um, I don't think Carlton should be in the question. Just throwing that out there. We get 40,000 to a game. These guys get 500. <laughs> so, not much going on there. Um, we have Buddy, best player in the comp, and has yes. been for a long time, and um, superstar. And Mark of the year. Mark of the year, last year. And do you, do you have a little present for her there? Yep. Um, there you go. <laughs> It wasn't to Sandra. Oh, dear. It wasn't to Sandra. No, it should have been personally autographed. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> well, I think he's got a pen in his pants. <laughs> All right, Phil Davis. No what? pressure, Phil. Got oh, my poster now? Yeah, you've got your yeah, poster on. Let's just get your poster. Sorry, God, God, he's professional, Phil. He's the captain. Where's glasses? Mine's not quite as good, but that's all right. All right, just wait, just wait. Yeah, yeah, all right. So why should you barrack for the GWS Giants? First things first, we can get rid of Carlton because basically that's just a team full of ex-Giants players. For those who don't know, they've got about 10 or 12 players that used to play for us. They're there now. Sorry, Husey. The players who couldn't get a game for the Giants yeah. now play for Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got an AFLW team. We, we oh, like we young mean, girls yes. playing. We, no, we're really promoting that. that. We're also no. Swans actually said no when it oh. was offered. So oh. we said we said we'd definitely do it. They, they said did. they wouldn't. We're, we're a bit classier. We wear clothes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sandra, this is the moment. Are you going to help me? Players need to come over here, guys. You guys know what's happening. We've got some breaking news. You've got three cards there. You need to look at them, make a decision. It's a big moment. <laughs> People are going to be flicking on Channel 10 right now and think that something serious is about to happen. <laughs> Sandra Sully has cut into the middle of Husey. We have a problem. This just in. After a long internal battle, legendary newsreader, me, <laughs> has finally decided once and for all where her AFL allegiances lie. Against her better judgment, Sandra Sully has decided she is sticking with the Blues. Woo! Thank you, Sandra Sully, for sticking with Carlton. And after the break, when's a good time to back down videos from your past? See you after that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Husey. We have a problem. We've got 99 problems and a solution for all of them. So, and my guests tonight have done an incredible job of solving other people's problems, but how about their own? Uh, let's get into it. Hey, Yumi, what's your problem? When I first started working uh, in entertainment, it was the yeah. year 2000, one of my first days on the job at Channel V, and as kind of a stunt, 
I pashed the singer Robbie Williams. First day working. Yeah, one of the first days. It was the first week. Did both of you want that to happen? There was consent. Good. Anyway, so this video is, is on the internet and still, like, 18 years later, whenever I have to promote anything or talk about anything, journalists bring it up. So, Robbie Williams, you pushed him the year 2000. Tell us about it. It's like, it's, it's 18 years ago. Like, I've done a fair bit since then. Can we talk about something else? But let's have a look at the video right now. Oh. All right. <laughs> this is the video. Well, this is Yumi's first day. It's your first day. What a pleasure to meet you. Are we going to snog? Shall we? Oh! oh. <laughs> what a way to start the day. Shall we have a seat? My God! <laughs> Did he hit on you after that, by the way? Everyone wanted to know that. No, he didn't. He didn't hit on you? No. Were you single at the time? Yes. Was he... Would he... If he had of, would he be... What is... What kind of question is that? If he had of, would he have rooted him? Would, would I... <laughs> A Husey translator. <laughs> what do you think? Would have you? The thing is, no, I don't he's not really... answering that. That's a yes. Uh... So I've got four kids, and yeah. this stuff comes up all the time, and I, I want them to think that I'm cool, and I don't think that Robbie Williams is very cool. What? No, it's all relative. Well, it was cool then. It was cool then, but that's then. They're yeah. like Robbie who? You can get videos taken down from YouTube. You can't. You can. You, can't. you can get that taken down. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I mean, I know you're worried about Robbie Williams, but there is actually a sex tape out there of me and Michael Bublé. <laughs> won't go away, Yumi, so I, I feel your pain. She, does she leave it up or does she try to get it taken down? She being you. What do you think, everyone? Well, I just think this is... We've all got a past. There's all things that we've done. There's plenty of stand-up gigs of mine from early stages of stand-up that I'd rather not exist, but they're there. It's fine. I've progressed on. You've progressed on. If your kids don't think Robbie Williams is cool, taking it down won't change that. Are you talking about that year of that one year of commercial radio you did, Harley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to leave it up. We're going to leave it up. Leave you, it we're going to deal with it. All right, fair enough. It's going to stay up. I'm going to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounded weird. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Judith, you have a problem, don't you? I do have a problem. What is your problem? Okay, so my relationship ended spectacularly badly last year. Yep. I may not be in a relationship again, and that is fine. What is not fine is that I'm still interested in having sex. Now, I think in certain circles there's a belief that when a lady is over a certain age, it's, it's time to hang up the vagina. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not ready to hang up my vagina. I like to say that on national television. Well, should you? And, uh, yeah, so, you know, how does a... I'm 50. How does a 50-year-old lady get laid if she's not in a relationship? Is there a, a Tinder for people over 50? I don't know. I mean, what's your age? Oh, I just... It's not for me. I did consider sleeping with a male escort because, of course, I did that when I was 27. Oh, there's no shame in that, Got I a believe, as long as everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah. although it, it was over 20 years ago and it cost me $648. Then? So I think we can safely say I was screwed. <laughs> um, and actually, the best part of that story is still that I bumped into the comedian Greg Fleet the next day. Yeah. He said, Jude, I would have done it for flat 500, which was yeah. just a really <laughs> lovely offer. But, so I thought, well, putting the complexities of sleeping with someone and paying them to one side. I thought, well, maybe I can try that again at 50. So I went on an introduction date, which you can now do. So you hang out with them for about an hour, have a coffee or whatever. To decide whether you want See to sleep with them. if you want to follow through. And frankly, it cost me 50 bucks. Yeah. I bought all the drinks and he didn't ask me 
a single question. And I wanted to go, buddy, I can get this sort of disinterest for free. <laughs> yes. All right, so what do we do with you, Judith? I mean, you've explored this stuff on, I, on TV shows before, haven't this you? This is true. Is it once you, in, in a documentary, you talk to a woman who um, is a, an interesting character? I did a show for the ABC called Judith Lucy's All Woman, and one of the episodes was pretty much about sex and dating. Yeah. And we spoke to an amazing woman called Morgana, who in her 50s decided to start making her own pornography. In her 50s? Yeah. What a fascinating woman. Imagine if we could speak to her right now. Morgana Muse, this come out, everyone! Hello, Morgana. So, you obviously you know Judith. Yes, I Hello, do. Hello, Morgana. Hi. Great to see you. You look fabulous. Thank you. At what age did you decide to start making adult entertainment? At age 47. At 47. That's mm. where I am right now. I'm 47, so I could go today. Yep. Um, <laughs> Definitely. This is an actual video we've got from your collection. Lovely. All right, so let's just have a look at you. We're not going to show all of it, so... but we're... <laughs> no, no, it's no a very limp, no just a little snippet of you <laughs> in action. Here we go. <laughs> How did you come to want to make adult uh, films? In 2012, I came across a call-out for entries for the Petra Joy Award. Now, this was a UK-based competition for first-time female erotic filmmakers. Yeah. And I had an idea for a short film, and much to our shock and delight, the film ended up being the winning entry. I just think that's wow. amazing. That's and, amazing. <laughs> yeah. and also, while we're at it, I reckon Logie's voting is open now too, so maybe we should. <laughs> I've always been interested in the, in the men who seem to be very good at performing in these films and make me always made me feel inadequate Inadequate. in their ability to, to sustain their performance over a certain period of time. <laughs> How do they do it? <laughs> they have problems and it's okay, you just stop shooting. If they and if, run if out they, of steam. If they run out of steam. <laughs> and or they, just, they, yeah. their steam runs out too quick. That, that's right. <laughs> I guess my question is, are you casting? No, <laughs> <laughs> but that's... Oh, you've got the role. That's OK. You don't need it. Choosing, you've done it again. <laughs> I think we're all falling in love with you, the ones oh, who haven't already, you. and we'll be uh, searching out your work. Um, is it available on YouTube? Uh, no. no. <laughs> There's a feature documentary about, become, you know, from housewife to pornographer. And so, Judith, do you feel now, after having more time with Morgana, that you... I think are... it's going to be comedian to pornographer. <laughs> I think we've all, I think you've helped a lot of people right now, including Judith, Absolutely. yes? Absolutely. No Guys, question. Give it up for Morgana Music! Time for Husey's problem of the week. And in the opener, I talked about the fact that I'm so desperate for publicity that when Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, who do a show called Carrie and Tommy Show on the radio, paid for a photographer to follow me for three months because I'd complained about the fact I didn't get papped and Carrie gets papped a lot, she thought that would be a lesson and I would see that it's really intrusive. 
but I loved it. <laughs> and, and I was always looking to see whether photos were going to get published and they never got published anywhere and that disappointed me. Um, and then I found out that it was a prank. I seriously want to pay that guy to follow me because I love publicity. This is the fake paparazzi guy. I was going to the gym a lot and they were turning up at the gym. I had no idea why. That's me. I love that shot. And this next one is after the gym. And I like that photo. And there's a coin on the ground. You don't, you can see that coin and I picked that coin. <laughs> I love those photos. I love publicity. Why gone... do you love it so much? Because then people know I'm alive. Um, <laughs> we did a really nice thing. We paid off our producers a student loan from New Zealand. Me and Kate Langbrook, it was her idea, and we paid off the student loan. And it was a lovely thing to do for Sasha French, who's a great producer, but we were hoping for a lot of publicity. And in New Zealand it got mentioned, but in Australia the only publicity we got was this one. It was the um, Cairns Post mentioned it. So, um, I mean, that's a great thing to do, isn't it? You know? Yes. And we need, we need more credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Last year on the radio, I'd heard about um, a, a Chinese firm who were punishing their sales employees for not reaching their sales targets by making them drink urine. And I talked about that story on the radio and I thought, how about I drink my own urine on the radio show and we'll have a good time. So, <laughs> but we put a video out online that you probably can still see of me drinking my own urine. Let's have a look at that, a little bit of that. Straws in my mouth. I'm about to do it. After secretion. It's like there's no vision. No, there. there's it's no. Fun. It's like weak cask wine. It's like, it's like tea. <laughs> <laughs> Is it warm? It's tepid. It's tepid. <laughs> and it sat there for a while. So I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, Very it clear wee. <laughs> You've got a healthy week. You know what we need to do now, though? We need to bring out the king of Australian publicity, the man himself, its celebrity publicist to the stars, Max Markson! Max, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Now, you've seen some of the stuff I've done over the years. I mean, you're in the publicity game. Do you think I'm good at publicity? You're average. I'm average? Yeah, you know, I get like, a fair bit out there, man. Look, I, you know, drinking on urine was a good stunt, but Madonna's done it before. Has she? Bear Grylls does it all the time when he's trying to survive on, on, on the middle of a I know, desert and somewhere. he just could get a drink off the cameraman. He could. <laughs> <laughs> he could. When I look at you and think what you can do publicity-wise, I think if you want a worldwide publicity, and I think if you walked on water, Jesus is still milking that in the Bible. So are you saying that Jesus was a publicity whore? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's just trying to sell a book. <laughs> Best-selling book of all time. <laughs> it's the, the best-selling book of all time. It's it Bible. It is. Right? So Jesus was great at publicity, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. I had no idea that the Bible and all this religious stuff was really just people seeking attention. Well, I don't imagine anyone hearing that is going to take offence. <laughs> <laughs> now, Judith, you used to complain about something they asked you to do on radio, didn't you? Yes. What, so what they asked... said to us one day, no, you really, we need something stunty, and they said, look, we think you wouldn't do this, but we, we'd love you to do something like, and the idea was to run a competition where the woman who won got to impregnate herself with a celebrity's sperm. Wow. Max, what do you think about that? Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's the gift that will keep on giving. Because the woman has the baby, and it's a celebrity's baby, so you, when you get a chunk of money, I mean... But also, you've got then the child for the rest of its life will be a publicity-generating machine for you. Yeah, there's nothing ethically wrong with it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Look, never let, the, never let the ethics get in way of public, being a publicist. I thought of another idea for you. Yeah. This okay. is... 
I think you should fire yourself out of a cannon from the Sydney Harbour Bridge to the Har from the Sydney Harbour Bridge to the Opera House. I think <laughs> that would get you massive publicity. But is there a chance I could get hurt? No, I don't <laughs> think so, because there's water there, so you'll land in the water, you'll be fine. But what, how do you feel about the fact that I drank my own urine? I mean, I know that you say Madonna and stuff did it, but I mean, it got me some publicity. Well, so. to me, it sounds like you just got to up the ante, eat your own poo. <laughs> I actually am thinking about eating my own poo now. <laughs> the other thing, if, if you really, you could, you could moon. I can moon. Yeah, mooning's always a good one. That always gets publicity. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think no one wants to see my ass, do they? Any <laughs> just the crack. But he's, he's negotiating. <laughs> just the crack. I don't want to show him the crack. The top half. Just the top half. Come on. What else can I do? Give me something else that I can actually... I know what you can do. You can what? probably, um, I don't know, get a radio show and your own TV show. That'd... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, I, I think possibly I should just start be happy with where I am, do you think? Yeah, maybe, yeah. That's that, or... Well, Paul, but don't, don't hurt yourself. You've got kids. Yes, and I should exploit them more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should. Right, everyone, Max Markson! When we come back, it's super speed, yes or no? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the show. It's been incredible. We haven't got much time left, though, and there's so many problems to get through, so it's yes, no, fast answers. Here we go. Max has emailed. My brother got cold wedges at the chicken shop and is now attacking them on social media. Shouldn't he just go in and talk to them? Yes or no? Can you attack people at, so at social media because of their wedges? Oh. No. <laughs> no. No, because there's nothing worse than a whole page on Facebook about someone who put their feet up on the plane when you could have just gone, excuse me, yeah. can you put your feet yes. down? Yes. Saved everyone Agreed. the Just talk no. to people. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk to people. Get off it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a cold chip. Just absolutely. Get a hobby. Really. Yes. <laughs> and if you didn't like the show tonight, don't tell us on social media. Tell us in person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie has emailed. Is it OK to have close male friends when you're in a relationship, yes or no? Yes. Yes. No, it's no problem at all. You know, you can share hobbies as long as that hobby doesn't involve letting other men put their penis in your vagina. <laughs> It's not like one person's ever going to fill all your needs. You no. Know what I mean? Like, that would only work for me if someone made a robot out of Ryan Gosling, a Netflix subscription, <laughs> and a goon bag. You know what I mean? Helen has emailed, when I get together with my friend, all she does is complain about her job. Should she quit, yes or no? Yes. Quit your yes. job. Quit. Yeah, well, and that's, that's the thing. That's the test you always say. People complain, you go, well, quit. And they're like, well, I can't quit because i got a mortgage and i got it. Well, you've answered your own question. Yeah, stop Keep complaining. Uh, Mark writes, I live with my parents. Should I have to disclose this on a first date, yes or no? Yes. Well, I mean, not if you're 12, but if you're 45. <laughs> Jeremy has a problem. Texting while walking is an absolute hate of mine. Is it OK to bump into these people on purpose, yes or no? Yes! yes. A good thing to do, I do it all the time, I'll line someone up and I'll just stand stationary. <laughs> Fun. Oh, oh, I'm right here. <laughs> I bark at them as they go you past You bark me. at them. <laughs> uh, this problem's from Anonymous. 
I just found out my ex-boyfriend is actually married with kids. Should I tell his wife he's been unfaithful, yes or no? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, get it over yeah, and done with. It's it. Working that stuff out in 30 Bruh. years' time is so much worse. Has anyone here ever had an affair with someone who was married? Be honest. No. Oh, marriage was breaking up. Oh, and why was it breaking up? Because you were rooting no, him? No. <laughs> Broke up and then he, you know, actually went off with someone else. Yeah, so, right. You know, everybody lost apart from him. Is it a bit like a jar? You loosened it and then someone else exactly. undid it. Exactly. And someone else took the pickle. <laughs> Guys, that's all the yes or no problems we've got time for. How about we put our hands together as we bloody thank this great panel? Time of my life. No, you haven't. You're a liar. Excuse me? Listen to 10 Speaks podcast.